It is a spicy Wednesday. We've got fights coming up. People are already weighing themselves more than I am, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier from outside the cage. I can still have a cheat day. I can have a double cheeseburger, which I might have. Raph, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, slightly older, but you good. You got older yesterday <laughs> by one more. You are 40. Happy 40th, as has been pointed out. You've always been a mature soul. Mm. Um, maybe an older soul, as they said. Uh, That's the a better phraseology because I feel like if people have been listening to this long enough, they would probably question you don't that. like mature. They're like, your company is questionable. <laughs> How was it? How's the 40th? That's a party. It was good. It was good. We had a very quiet, kind of chill thing. A lot of people presented ideas at me. Uh, my wife was key among them, who was like, let's do something big because COVID and we haven't seen people. And I said, I don't. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So we came to like a medium sized thing and I got to see some friends and some family members. And that was lovely. Uh, Kevin very nicely sent a gift, which is part of our summer series challenge at Grappling Hour. We're going to be grabbing the best shorts out there. So if you guys have a pair of shorts that you think are the best, Tell me which ones they are because we're going to actually create a little tournament and a bracket. And I have to tell you, the ones that Kevin sent me, should I just tell them what? Absolutely. What okay. I'm off to a hot start. I love these shorts. I found them in the heat of last summer. Mm -hmm. And like Raph, I having hate Velcro. It, it's, I'm just done with it, dude. If I can avoid it, I really want to try and do I that like now. I like as simple as short as possible because I'm already going to probably have a rash guard on based mm -hmm. off of my curves. Mm -hmm. you know and just my preference so to me that's what i'm looking for go on i'm curious your review it sounds positive this is excellent well i don't want to give everything away but uh they're gold bjj and it, they were very nice they were comfortable i'll have more detail on that later but i very much enjoyed uh the first time wearing them but we're going to put together a tournament so that means uh people are going to be seated now kevin i have to ask you Full disclosure, we haven't talked about this, but when I come up with the criteria and I said that there's going to be seeds, should I give a higher seed if the company gets in touch with us and sends me a pair? Yes. Okay. Well, it's America. <laughs> Capitalism. The UFC BAMP belt is still $850, Ref. Yeah. Money talks. I just feel People like, be like your integrity has been compromised. It's like, correct. <laughs> as has the show budget. So why don't you pipe down Weisenheimer? I just thought about it out loud. And I said, because already I saw people in the comments attacking each other when I said, Hey, just tell me your best shorts. And some of the people in the comment sections were like, uh, why would you like this short? Oh, you guys shouldn't like that short. It's this short. That short's a fucking terrible. And I just realized Oh, people have very strong feelings about this. So what happens when I say this is coming in at the four seed and I start bracketing them and I go, oh, shit. Um, one person already reached out to me and said they're going to send uh, a complimentary pair. And I said, there's no way I can review that without disclosing it for my own integrity, Kevin. And then I immediately said, wait, it's just asking for my endorsement. It's not like an actual thing. Like, why should they care about what my opinion is? And yet people want to share their opinions. So I just said, you know what? If you guys send it to me higher on the seed chart, I think that's fair, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And 
more importantly, we can be bought. Have we not been clear? <laughs> Especially about some things, but be careful because if it has Velcro, Raph's still not going to be. Raph's, <laughs> Raph's integrity only goes so far. <laughs> wait, he will wait, not wait. bend or he will not break. He will bend. I there, did. There you go. I, yeah, thank you. That's a much better phraseology. <laughs> I will tell you, I did say in the video, if there was a pair of Velcro shorts that people are willing to risk it for and put their reputation on the line, I will hear it. It's just I've stated a preference so far. And I think that a lot of people share my sentiment. And so far, it's been very interesting to see. And what was great about it is I think I put it up Friday and people were chiming in over the weekend still on it. And normally these things have like a one day cycle. But I think on Monday somebody chimed in and goes, have you guys thought about the scramble shorts, the Sakuraba ones? And I go, oh, that was from four <laughs> days ago, dude. I don't remember anything Dope. happened four days ago. Dope. Well, yes, we have. Kevin rocked him for a brief period yep. of time in his grappling career. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. the pair that you got me, it was gold BJJ. And uh, I ended up going to an open mat on Sunday I saw a gentleman wearing a gold BJJ rash guard and I immediately struck up conversation and the dude was very nice, but he did look at me when I go, how do you like that rash guard? He's like, dude, I'm just trying to roll, man. And I go, okay. I'll just, excuse me. Yeah, no, big. that's cool. Me too. <laughs> it's a good color for you too. The sleek gray. Um, we, there are some things to get to mm. and I do need to talk about Hodolfo Vieira. I'm worried. Mm. Raph worried got beat up by chris curtis which is one of those names where you're like chris curtis love it i like the c they're so close cc but it also sounds like a name you'd make up if you were quickly on the spot like what's your name like, chris curtis did you say chris chris no chris curtis he beat up on hodolfo vieira ref i didn't like it it was a decision and you have those moments where you're just watching Adolfo try and get in there, and uh, he was really absolutely unable to get any meaningful kind of takedowns. Tough one for me. Zero for 20. That one was hard to watch. Can I say this? He also put up something What's the last... record? <laughs> Zero yeah. for... I mean, they should... This is where I hate the laziness. It's like, let's produce 7 million episodes and not give you a single statistic. That's got to break something. How many times has somebody been like pitched a shutout twenty and zero? Like more than five, you should be eligible. It's like you missed five consecutive takedowns. Didn't get one. Twenty's got to be up there. Kev, there's something that I felt heartbroken about, and I could tell it wasn't leading us into a good scheme for the week. Now, famously on this show, I have used Hadolfo as a dude. Do you have to go to MMA example? I want to say from day one on this show, we when were, I saw him going MMA, I we thought, just didn't think it was a good idea. No, and I said, I don't know that you really want to do this. It just seems like the only way to make money. And now it does seem like there's some more avenues, and I'm very happy about those avenues. But then the heartbreaking thing to me last week was when he said, in MMA, I'm very much a blue belt. And I go, first of all, you don't have to do that. Second of all, are you it. okay? Third talk? of all, I don't know if you know this. MMA doesn't have a belt system. So we've stumbled upon one of the problems, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like yeah. Coach tell him, hey, look, we, we, problem solved, Raph. We're not just going to bring problems here. We're going to bring solutions. Maybe we should like send him a belt. Be like, congrats. You're a black belt in MMA now. You lost a close decision. It sucked. <sighs> you so, really earned your rights. Here's what I'm going to tell you, Kevin, is 
yes, I get it. I get that the confidence is lacking. I get that it's maybe he was going into it in a rough place already. But as a result of that, the thing that's more discouraging to me is the fact that this guy who could tell he was going to go from having a very bad week where he's giving that sort of an answer to getting a result where you go, I'm sorry, what was his stat for this week? And they go, well, he was zero for 20 in all of his takedown attempts. And then the only possible answer or feeling is. (laughs) So yeah, of course that's how my heart feels. And it's just, I sent somebody something last week. I think I sent it to Milton. I was like, this hurts my heart to hear him say that. And then when I saw him lose, I go, yeah, I know. Uh, I've already cried for this man. It sucks. Ubar won the uh, Nermies, the second Nermies, uh, the yeah. Nermagedimadovs, the um, of one of the ninety-four of them now. Christos Yagos lost draft that. That, one, that one hurt as well, especially just to one of my favorite Joe Wilk. You know, it just coiled right up on that rear naked choke. Thiago did. Great stuff. Great name fight. Thiago Moses versus Christos Yagos. Uh, Josh Parisian. Really landed the KO. Neil Magny got guillotined. And uh, Gamrot got the decision victory over Sarakanyan. But, you know, I was kind of watching. I was hate watching after Hodolfo's fight. <laughs> I was just like, damn it. Yeah, you can tell. I'm sure I'm also on the record being like, I'm glad he's moving to MMA. He's going to dominate. He was so explosive, and he just uh, didn't mm. look at it in that fight. So. This is one of the few times that I actually went cold turkey because at my party, I thought about playing the fights and I knew some people who were fighting. Congratulations to our buddy, friend of the show, Kevin Ross, who ended up winning his fight. And as a result of me finding out he was fighting that night was quickly disinvited from my party. Uh, along with two others, unfortunately, which was very sad. But he won, and there was a part of me that said, oh, can I put it on the TV? They had a TV in my room. And uh, I almost was going to do it, and then I stopped myself. And then when I saw the setup, I'd go, you know what? Let me go ask if I can maybe stream it from my phone. And the guy goes, let me turn on the TV. Turns on the TV, looks at me, and goes, yep, just plug it in your HDMI cable to this right here. And I go, I'm sorry, what? I go, you don't have a ability to cast he goes no i'm sorry i go what he goes yeah we're looking into streaming capabilities and i said that's a sign that's a sign not to watch fights okay okay i tried hey, on my sir, birthday could you just pass it. me the cordless i'll call my friend kevin who'll run me through play by play thanks <laughs> just it was so amazing the cordless the- get the cordless <laughs> i know you've got one one of the last things that i said to kelly was i was like should i bring my computer and she's like, why would you need it? I go, I just, I hate showing up because to things without Jin my equipment. Because if Jin Yu frays fighting and I want to see why the decision was split, that's my birthday business? I don't know. <sighs> but I also was trying, I was trying to, to be on your side. I was in your corner though that time. <sighs> it was also, I had a jiu-jitsu table. So jiu-jitsu friends, MMA friends all kind of gathered. And I thought, I don't want to disclude the people who are not fight fans who are here. So it was very tempting to kind of walk back and forth between the two. But ultimately, that helped me to make 
I wouldn't say a better decision, but a decision for that night. Kevin, did you know that there are tons of ways to come out on top in the octagon? Who worded that? That's weird. Anyway, and for UFC 276, there's one more. With DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. I want to start renaming things. Peruvian mm-hmm. necktie feels a little formal, right? Mm-hmm. When it's like uh, the Peruvian beach shirt. I don't know. Uh, can I tell you my best bet? This is Please. good. Uriah Hall's plus 255. Not my best bet. Donald Cerrone's plus 165. Not my best bet, Raph. But together, they're plus 840. For UFC 276, you can place a same game parlay. And if it hits, you will win double. Absolutely, which puts it at 16. Nope, can't do that math. Sorry, still from Kansas. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code VerbalTap. Bet $5 on any UFC 276 fighter to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code VerbalTap this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. There we go. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of which, next week. Oh yeah. We got some fights. This this podcast, by the way, brought to you by DraftKings. We have some things to discuss about what's coming up. Do we start just right up top? Yeah. Okay. Adesanya, who is a minus four seventy favorite, which is a lot over anyone, including Jared Cannonier, who's mm-hmm. fighting. Raph, talk me into betting on jared knowing i already have a nine dollar and 31 cent bet on that parlay i told you about that's coming up yeah. that's a teaser to listen to an ad for DraftKings going up like i said uh brought to you by them and i do they scan my face and i bet with them so we're just we're talking some things out that one stuck out to me yeah um cannoneer is talking a good amount of mess right now um him beating Stylebender is questionable um, I don't see it for him, but we've been known to make a couple wrong choices on this show, uh, sometimes pertaining to guests, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think Izzy's very much in still the prime of what he's doing now. Cannoneer, this is where I think I'm most concerned is when he's going out there and they're like, well, what are you going to do? And he goes, I just hit hard. And yeah, I got a puncher's chance. And I go, that doesn't sound like a great strategy. It doesn't even, you know, it's like the opposite of Hadolfo where I go, mm, still don't believe you. Uh, not necessarily on the right side of what I think will happen, but. Are you going to be watching the weigh-ins? Yeah, probably. Okay. Look out for this one for me. Because okay. I'll hold off on my bet until we get closer. But if you feel like you see the glint. And you mm. see that complacency that we saw in Nunez. My problem is we have a massive height disparity here, Ralph. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know like what the style choice win is, but I just love the odds. So flag that one. Israel Adesanya, I mean, I guess we could break down. He's really good at fighting. I'll know when I see his whatever his pre-walkout is, mm-hmm. what kind of Izzy we're going to get. How much he is fighting. We just didn't get a great Izzy, you know. I guess consistently. Sometimes we do, and it's, I get it. He's constantly fighting for a title, right? You can do it to win. But there's been a few where the last three have been decisions. Great. 
but starts to leave you a little little sour. So well, the other thing I'd like to talk about is the fact that with Cannoneer, when he's like, I punch hard, and that's what I'm going to do. And I go, I guess if that's your bag. I mean, he's got some knockouts. He's not wrong in that respect. <laughs> that I but love, the thing Russ, that would make a, me I like feel... a thesis strategy. <laughs> the thing I feel better about is if somebody were like, you know who should take Izzy down? Me. And you know who should probably take advantage of that jiu-jitsu weakness? Uh, me. So all of those things would make me feel a little bit better. But, of course, getting on the inside – it's way tougher than that when you've got somebody with good reach and the ability to go ahead and keep you on the outside. So I feel what you're putting down. It just almost sounds like Cannoneers trying to beat Izzy at his own self-confidence game. And I don't love that war of words, but stranger things have happened and we'll see. Next fight. Andre Volkanovsky. Max Holloway. It's going to be a good one. I'm actually excited because it seems like Max is healthy. doesn't seem like we have any problems, which is the best version of Max. He's already firing off some angry phrases. Uh, that said, I still don't feel good about it because last time they fought, split decision. Time mm-hmm. before that, decision, but Volkies looked great. Not yeah. as heavily favored here, though. Minus 210. Yeah, it might just be that the betting odds makers are at the point of show us. We've already done this twice for you. We don't know. Let's hedge our own bets at this point. Which I can understand, actually, especially with uh, these two. Because Max Holloway just sucks to bet against, right? One shot power. Volkanovsky is one of the most well-rounded people in the division great fight that one i'm i love max holloway that was my other takeaway as i saw it. i was like that feels good mm. alex Pereira versus sean strickland mm. yeah i don't i don't have the time for you here yeah strickland there's some weird media fascination with this guy and i think it's just because he has found a way to channel his inner douchebag in a way that it gets enough clickbait sort of stuff. And then every time you're like, ah, this, dude sounds, so like lucky. A, this <laughs> dude sounds like a fucking moron. Then he comes over and he goes, you know what? Pat Barry, you suck for hitting on a very young Rose Nama Eunice. And you think about it and you go, yes, we are on a similar side. I think here on this one. That's okay. That's good. Maybe you are the right person to present this info. All right, good for you, guy. Let's do this. And then he goes off about something and spouts and comments that you can't even discern. It's not even English half the time. And you go, oh, no, he's still an idiot. Okay, good. I, I'm really actually looking forward to whoever wins that fight giving the post-fight speech, but I actually think it's going to be Perara. Anyway, Robbie Lawler's fighting, Raph, which means you and I are either going to be so wrong about whether or not he should be fighting or so right once again. He's fighting Brian Bar 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 Barina. That's true. You know, that's a much better play than I would have had. So good on you for that, Brian Slam there. I want to point out something to everybody, which is I recognize in this world I am the old. But 
I do also recognize I will never be older than Robbie Lawler. <laughs> so in that respect, he's got you by several months. Several. He does have me by a couple months as I'm sure you just Googled him. Mm-hmm. But I think to myself out loud, even when I see him, I, I did this recently. I was actually training with somebody this week where they revealed to me that they were older than me. And there was like a slight shock of what? No. And then I realized, oh, I always call them a kid. And then even when somebody said, how did that training session go? I go, oh, the, the kid was pretty good. And they go, is he older than you? And I go, this is where I explain to people. Um, I just kind of view everybody as kids. I don't know. Kevin's sometimes a kid to me. Everybody's a kid. If you act a certain way or you roll a certain way or you're this. And they were like, yeah, 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 but he is older than you. I was like, by a couple months, shut the fuck up. He's fine. Yeah, Robbie Lawler, not a kid to me. Definitely a million years older than me. I don't know if this is going to upset people, but it's certainly going to make DraftKings happy. (laughs) 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 But I just put uh, five bucks on Brian Barberina, who's coming off two wins, neither of which are wildly impressive. Up against the Rob Lawls, who uh, it doesn't look great, Raph. So I'm doing this early because R- Robbie Lawler's flavored minus 120 to plus 100, which uh, doesn't feel right to me. So thanks, DraftKings. Can I tell you one of my favorite moments from this weekend at the party, though? <clears throat> yeah. One of my friends, he hosts a NFL podcast, and he was talking to another one of my friends. And who hosts I a could... gymnastics podcast. Raph's got a pretty <laughs> cool group. Yeah, there was the podcast table, by the way, uh, that I made sure. I was like, you can't sit here unless you have a podcast. And if you don't have one, you better have one by the end of the night. We've started a new podcast. Tonight's (laughs) birthday parties where we just podcast. (laughs) We have crashed 100 different birthday parties. Mm -hmm. This is our podcast. So here's what I can tell you. Oh, shit. Dan Tom messaged us. I'm going to have to go back to that in a second. But. This guy immediately went through betting odds. Like I had just shown up to the table to make my way to talk to everybody. And I sit down and I hear him explaining betting odds and I see her light up and I stop him after about three minutes and I go, hold on. This isn't for casual. This is because she's thinking about betting. And he goes, yeah. And I look at her and I go, are you trying to bet now? And she goes, yeah. I go, cause he's giving you really good analysis. Like he's telling you what to hit to make some, good money and she goes yeah i'm just feeling it you know there's one thing i learned which is don't overthink it when i overthink it i don't win but if i go off my instincts i tend to win a lot more and i go shit somebody might become a degenerate gambler for my birthday yes and somewhere a vegas angel gets its wings (laughs) somewhere out there a slot machine just hit a little extra. <laughs> There's a hooker that's making your way to heaven. Be like, I did it, y'all. Thank you. Which, by the way, okay, this is, again, unrelated, but we've got time. Kev, uh, the Google algorithm sometimes on the money. But there was apparently an SNL sketch that involved Maya Rudolph, amazing, and Amy Poehler, also amazing, and it was of them doing the American train wreck awards. And it's a bit from 2004. Amy Poehler's playing Anna Nicole Smith. 
doesn't age well, but it was accurate at the time. Just telling you guys. And Maya Rudolph is playing Diana Ross after getting a DUI. And <sighs> I have to tell you, it's pretty spectacular, especially just the way they both play it off each other. But the whole time I'm watching it, I just go, yeah, this is what two people who are really good at comedy do. They literally milk the scene. And I laughed out loud at just the simple phraseology of Maya Rudolph going, oh, my wig, because it's being knocked off of her by a drunken Anna Nicole Smith. But when you look at stuff like that and you go, ah, man, yeah, that hooker getting her her wings back. I should get Amy Poehler to play her. That's what we're going to do when we make this episode an episodic six-part Netflix series. That's what we're going to do. Think Dharma and Can't Hardly Wait when she arrives. (laughs) 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 There's your very obtuse 90s comedy reference for the day. Brad Riddell versus Jalen Turner. And every time I see Riddell, I just can't stop thinking about Grease. Hopefully that's now planted in your head because it's Grease Lightning. <laughs> Raph, I'm definitely going to put some money on Jalen Turner in this fight. Oh, Jalen Turner is a tough SOB. Again, fought good friend of the show, Rich Leroy, best fight I've ever seen live. Can't say that enough. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Looking uh, sharper and dangerouser. But can we talk about that, though? Okay, no offense to Jalen Turner, who I don't really know personally. Um, But, and again, I want to give a shout out to Gabe Green, friend of our show here, who, by the way, Kev, is in the middle of his media week and his, uh, his weight cut, which I don't think is too bad. Gross. But took the time to actually share a photo of me for my birthday yesterday. And I messaged him, and I was like, bro, you are on fight week. That's very nice of you. And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, you're my guy. He's like, we're going to get food after I get this dub. And I was like, absolutely. So shout out to Gabe Green. But again, Gabe Green will understand what I'm saying when I say this. Um, Jim Miller and Donald Cerrone below them, though? I uh, I, I was trying not to kind of get into this. It was a real, I saw it. Mm-hmm. I clocked it, and I just was like, well, maybe they thought it wasn't going to happen again. And that's when I realized I wasn't even thinking of the right fight. So I had a whole discombobulation. Jim Miller, not Joe Lozon, Raph, though, how often do you think that happens? I had 30 minutes where I was like, he was supposed to fight Jim. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Joe, Jim, Joe, Jim, Jim, Joe, Joe's on. Fights Cerrone and I short circuited. So it's Jim Miller, different person than Joe Lozon. So they say, again, allegedly, Donald Cerrone is fighting one of them. I believe it is the Jim one this Saturday on the super early prelims. Yep. I have a simple reason why, Raph. Okay. Likes to bring his kids to the fight, doesn't want to break the bedtime routine, requested, hey, can you get me out early? Uh, we got to go read Goodnight Moon before shit gets wild. I can respect the routine of a parent. You know, I'm with you now that you say that. That makes a hell of a lot more sense than the disrespect. Than this bullshit of it being down here. These old gladiators are, look, come on. I guess we did skip right past Pedro Munoz and Sean O'Malley. So, so good on us, but there's some fights here. Come on. So, okay, let's go back to that for a second. 
I want to talk about the fact that, yes, Sean O'Malley did put it out there today. And this has been uh, quoted a couple times. And it's one of my favorite things that I think I've seen him say, because I guess in one sense, he's not wrong. But in another sense, when you hear the exact wording that he had in regards to what he was talking about, you think maybe not that, bro. But he said at the UFC 276 media scrum day today, I could submit Khabib and people would be like, yeah, but I understand what you're trying to say here. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. Um, maybe not Khabib in terms of who you're trying to say you could just like submit, like pick somebody else as an example, but picking Khabib, I get it is trying to illustrate. I could beat the guy you wouldn't expect me to be. And people would still have issues with me, but that's not what you're saying or what it sounds like. It sounds like somewhere deep in your purple belt brain. You're thinking, yeah, Khabib. I mean, he leaves his neck out when he comes for that body lock takedown. Yeah, he's – dude, I got that, man. I got it. That's what people interpret that as. So when I saw the headline that came out of it, I understood what it was doing, but I also laughed very hard at it. So there is that. Now, let's get back to the matter at hand. We're talking about this. And again, we've already discussed the fact we have mad love for Gabe Green, Jalen Turner, Friends of the show, Brad Rydell, still fighting, forgot. Rydell High. And Ian Gary, who I can't really like this week because Gabe uh, Green. Next. Well, yeah, we got to go with Gabe, right? We have to. But one thing I do want to bring up here, Jim Miller, Donald Cerrone. I do understand there was a cancellation in the fight. However, just for these two, come on. And... I wonder if in their contracts it says, nope, I am Ian Gary. I am fight number seven. That is unmovable unless we lose. Oh, Misha Tate's out? Mm, do we get that spot? Shit. Okay, we're still seven. I don't know if that changes. Well, I don't Misha know wasn't works. out. Misha, our she was in. Her she was wasn't in out. until shit happened. Yeah. God damn it, Lauren Murphy. But here in this space. I'm just saying it almost is like when you see the movie credits and you see the last credit, which is and or with. So, you know, that Dame Maggie Smith is going to get that fucking slot. She's got it written in her contract. Oh, I'm in a movie with Michael Caine. Fuck him. It's and Dame Judy Dench. Fuck you, bitch. Don't make so me hurt I his sweaters. might be something. I just I know these are coveted spots for people. So even reading it out loud is like, how do why are they there? That seems atrocious. Yeah. So well, that, and they again, are trying to I go out, obviously. Like you can tell they're trying to make this a stacked card. And by the way, I, I get that maybe you want to tune in. Ooh, and I'm forgetting this. Apparently these are going to be broadcast on ABC as well. So these are yep. the first prelims that will be broadcast on ABC. So that is worth noting. The, as and well. the only one, Brad Tavares versus Dreesius, Duplicius, Ian Gary, Gabe <laughs> Green, those four fights up to Turner are the only ABC ones. And if you think about it, it's great business for our buddy Gabe Green. That means a lot of eyeballs are going to be on him. I uh, kind of assume that was the Miller-Cerrone decision. Yeah. But, 
but it doesn't quite because even Uriah Hall. So let's talk about the next three fights. Yeah. Uriah Hall versus Andre Muniz, which could easily be bumped up into that that area. But mm-hmm. it's interesting to see Mr. Spinning Back Kick at plus 240. Yep. They do not think he's going to win this fight. Macy Barber fighting again. I'd have to. I'm looking right at. Let's go see. She's fighting Jessica I. She's Macy Barber is heavily favored. When did she last fight? I thought so in April. So mm-hmm. she's coming right back. She was out for a bit because look, July, February, January. She prefers to fight very frequently. So <laughs> this is pretty cool. I I was like, I feel like I just saw her. Yep, yeah, we did in April. So hopefully she's back to form. But she looked awesome in her last fight. So yeah, might add her into a few fighter parlays. It's imperative you do not listen to me about anything gambling. Yeah, uh, listen, dude, you you're doing great. I wouldn't worry about you. I'm just saying. I wasn't last fight. I believe if I, I could go to the tape, <laughs> but it wasn't great. And we destroyed some of those tapes, though. I think you're good. You're damn right. Jessica Rose Clark versus Julija Stoliorenko, which definitely does sound like one of those vodkas you got for college that sadly yep. was not. It was sold by the gallon. It was affordable, not top shelf. Somebody goes, Where'd you get, what would you bring? And you're like, Oh, somebody needs something. And they go, um, huh? Was Kirkland brand not available? Kirkland brand not available. I've never seen their vodka. Sorry, now you got me thinking. Do they make it? I gotta they see. do oh, make a vodka. I have to tell you, Kev, there was a period in time where I did take a bartending class just for shits and giggles. And I remembered our instructor wasn't a full chola, but definitely was like, so, like, you guys could, like, I'm not saying you can bribe me, but, like, if you brought me some Jack Daniels Black Label, I might look at you different. But, yeah, like, Kirkland brand, like, their vodka, it's, like, the same as, like, all those other brands that are, like, super expensive. And I, that stuck with me for years where I go, really? I'm not a big vodka guy, but. I've got a real ranch water situation. <laughs> oh, hands. speaking of which. That was what Dan Tom messaged about this weekend. He was doing it in the uh, the realm of of things that he was talking about uh, from <laughs> the fights this weekend. Bet fulfilled for sure. Well, he no, it, he did this fresh, and he says I don't drink much during the fights unless I'm out or something. So not sure I have a reliable go to choice. That said, ever since I lost that bet on the verbal tap cast, I've kind of gotten hooked on these low cal ranch water hard seltzers that Kev touts. So highly on the show. I'm headed to rural Kansas in 24 hours. I assure <laughs> you, I will see ranch water purchased by someone who's disappointed it doesn't taste like buttermilk ranch. Yeah. Might be with them. That's it for UFC 276, but this is by far, which means it's doomed. We're, okay, no, no, it's Wednesday. We got plenty of time, but it's it's looking good right now. Mm-hmm. It just really feels too good to be true, doesn't it? So far, it, I can see this being a card where all of a sudden O'Malley, Cerrone, and like one of the main title fights has to change. I don't know why. Maybe it's because the UFC doesn't deserve nice things. That's what happens to them. But we'll see. They always try and go in big on July 4th weekend. I'm sure I will see an article stunning me about how many people purchase and watch this fight on Saturday. I'm excited for it. I do have 
maybe at least one topic of discussion that I need to throw your way. Yeah. As we start to wind things down. And this one comes compliments of Masvidal and McGregor. Uh, so. Yeah, I've seen them okay. sparring Thank back and you. forth. Did you see the part where Masvidal's like, yeah, I mean, you know, I could get in there and I could go fight Connor and that could be a thing. But he might just say something like about my mother and, you know, like some dumb bullshit like that. And I guess that's what we would do. And the McGregor's like, <laughs> why would I speak anything about ye mother? Because we're already on good terms. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh. But this tweet, this tweet, I think, encapsulates my feeling on it. I've already gotten a little bit of reaction from it. This tweet comes to you. Compliments, of course, pillars of salt. And it says, Masvidal versus McGregor is intriguing because we just don't know who's more washed up. <laughs> so it was a great tweet. A plus. For some reason, I thought that's going to be from Masvidal's account. It's like, no, no, no. You know what? A power move to be like, let's see who's more washed up, okay? You show up one place, I'll show up another place, and then we fight other people, and then we see how much we are washed up. Uh, think about that. And you know what? I just realized this is kind of the debut of my Jorge Masvidal. I've never really worked on it before, and I don't <laughs> that, hate it. It honestly wasn't bad. All of a sudden, I was like, well, you can do his pressers. I was like, you know what? As I was doing it live, I go, mm, he might have to make more appearances on the show now that I think about it. Okay, noted. Well, as always, I will not be tuning in live to this pay-per-view probably <laughs> because vacation of because... familial responsibilities. And listen, it's fucking America's birthday. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, okay. Tate rescheduled. For July on Long Island. Oh, she's the big winner. Oh, Oh, fuck. Sorry. Sorry, Misha. You deserve better than Long Island. And to the many people listening in Long Island, I meant to insult you. Could you imagine, though, that she went from having a very, very fun experience in, let's say, Vegas to a crowd full of T-Mobile Arena where she practically built brick by brick. Meanwhile, they're going to get a whole bunch of bitchy women in the crowd. They're like, you think you're better than me? (laughs) People, it's like just trying to act like they're not in witness protection. Should be fun. (laughs) But, um, I mean, that's it. For the most part, you know. a lot of Bud Light that night. If it's not uh, fight related with the UFC, things are in a kind of. Let's get through 4th of July, and then we're on the second half of the year. But I think these will be exciting fights. I should mention this. That's what I need to remember. This week, we will be doing a live fight companion over at our good friends at New Ground Jiu-Jitsu's gym. It is going to be their one-year anniversary. Everybody is welcome. You'll see me with my setup doing my normal nonsense with some friends. There's going to be beers, good food, lots of vendors. If you're in California, you're more than welcome to show up. It's in Sherman Oaks. Come say hello. I'll be on the air, which I can't promise I will be talking to you a lot, but I will definitely make the time to say hello. And uh, maybe we pull you on air. Who knows? I can't promise things. But I can tell you my good friend Michael Frosto and his beautiful wife, Celine, they're putting it together. It is their gym. So happy to be a part of it. And uh, they're a place that is very near and dear to me. So 
I'm very stoked to be doing that. So look out for that. And if you can't make it out that way, which I understand, not everybody lives here. Also, gas. Uh, I would say this. Tune in. Grappling Hour. YouTube. And it's a good time to remind you guys. You can get early access to all my interviews, including some folks who I'm about to interview tomorrow. Uh, very excited for both of these people. And early access is one tier. The second tier is premium where you can get tape studies, all the sorts of good stuff. And if you want to find out more about that, it is at high.page backslash grappling hour. And Kev, just as we were talking right now, I saw we got a $10 uh, premium subscriber. So I was very stoked to see that. Hey. So yay. I won't yell your name, but stoked to see that. It's very, very, very awesome to see. Fuck yeah. Well, that'll do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and good fight. The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is...